Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Joining us on the line is political director of ABC, Rick Klein, as we focus in on Washington and everything going on over the past several days. All right, Rick, thanks for being with us again this week. I just want to start kind of a wrap up. I know we mentioned it last week, but as we're now another week removed from the New Hampshire primaries and where this race is going. Has anything really changed in the tone? Because the one thing I have noticed, maybe more so at the beginning of the week, you're hearing reports of reports of people asking Nikki Haley to step aside. And I'm wondering if you kind of make anything of that. I don't, frankly. I mean, there's a couple of uh, major fundraisers that have backed away from Haley, but uh, that hasn't really been much. The rest are, you know, political actors, people that have endorsed Donald Trump that are asking for it. Only two states have voted out of 50. Um, so, you know, it seems way premature to, to declare this over. In fact, the resolution that would have basically declared him the de facto Republican nominee, nominee was pulled by Trump supporters because they didn't have the support. Look, uh, Donald Trump's very likely to be the nominee. He's overwhelmingly likely to, to, to be the nominee. Nikki Haley has her own state home state of South Carolina up till three weeks away, but she's down 25 points in the latest polling. So it doesn't look like there's a, a realistic path, but almost nobody has voted yet. And, uh, and and I haven't detected a huge groundswell of people saying that she has to get out, even as Trump has picked up some endorsements. Uh, Rick, are you surprised that there hasn't been a U.S. response yet to the drone attack that killed three in Jordan on Sunday? I mean, I'll look on one level, sure. I mean, I think it, it, you know, you want to you want to have the the quick response. But when you realize how complicated the the, the geopolitics are and uh, how important it is to get the response right, uh, I think waiting back can be a more effective strategy. Uh, ultimately, the, the president has to decide: is, is this going to be going after the individuals who were responsible for this, the region, the infrastructure there, or directly on Iran? Those have huge implications. So I don't know how or. Or, or whether uh, a rash or quick response, other than making people feel better and maybe quieting some of the president's critics, would uh, would really be the appropriate response here. What is, in your mind, the correct balance between keeping the public informed and showing all your cards for everyone to see? I, I just feel like throughout this process, um, it, not only has there not been just kind of like this quick response, it's been delayed a little bit and then talked about every single day by someone in the administration of like, okay, we're decide. oh, we've made a decision. All right, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to kind of focus on. It just seems like counter to everything you would think you would want to do in a military uh, situation. Well, look, I, I'm never going to advocate for an administration to tell us less about something, and we're going to ask the questions. How they want to answer it is up, is up, to, the, is up to the White House. Um, I think they've been vague to, to a point. 
Um, you know, the Iranians don't have press conferences, so they don't show their they don't show their cards because they're not that forced to. Uh, I, I think people want to know. I mean, it's covered it's covered part of the news, and, and even if it's you know kind of unsettled along the way, I think there's a good right for us to to know that administration officials are listening to to these questions and at least taking it into account. Uh, I think the actions are what's going to matter. No one's going to remember. I think a bunch of press briefings from the Pentagon. Um, if and when there's a military response to this, and that will be what, what matters in the region, of course, as well. Yeah, I, I would certainly agree. The question obviously has to be asked. I'm wondering, you know, throughout your career, ha- has there ever been a situation you can think of where you've asked a question, you might not have expected an answer, you got an answer, and then the follow-up might have been, why are you telling me this? <laughs> I've definitely felt like that at times uh, with politicians who are, you know, forthcoming about something. Um, you know, I think like that's a you know a common a common thing, whether it's strategic or just human. Um, but yeah, I think there's there's certainly elements. And you know, we don't understand all the strategy that's involved in it. Sometimes I've I've certainly been respond res- uh, surprised by responses I've gotten and not seen an angle. Other times it's just a slip up. You know, there's that there's a class you know the classic definition of a Washington gaffe is when someone accidentally tells the truth. Uh, that definitely happens, and it continues to happen almost every day in Washington. You know, talk about showing your cards. Negotiations are very close on a border deal in Washington, which is highly political right now. The text of that deal is supposedly going out this weekend, sometime between now and Sunday, according to Chuck Schumer. Is that protocol before a vote to put it out to yeah. the public? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's in the it's in the rules of the House and the Senate that it has to be out there for 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 review. Yes, and uh, sometimes they play with the timeline on it. I think the question here is going to be whether that helps the deal or hurts it. Uh, you know, right now, Donald Trump has said he doesn't want to board it without seeing the bill that that you know this this is a bad bill and it has to be has to be killed. And the House leadership seems to be going along with that. Uh, we saw Senator Chuck Grassley the other day say. You know, I don't even want to pass the tax bill that's before them because it would help Joe Biden. And, and I don't want to help a guy that's got a 33 percent approval rating. But, yeah, I mean, putting public review around around bills, posting them online is, is, is pretty common practice these days. And, you know, it, it cuts both ways. It's good to have the transparency to the conversation we were having earlier, but it also allows opposition to grow once something's out there in the public realm. Is this the litmus test for something we've been talking about for a long time, where the border, do people like it better as an issue than yeah. uh, would actually like to solve it? Yeah, it's, it's a terrific question, and I think it's a, it's a pretty stark one. I mean, look, you could look at the border objectively, Democrat, Republican, so we have a huge problem, a huge crisis. And, you know, you look at a bill and say, okay, does it have everything you need, everything you want? No, but if the, if the, if the bottom line is it's going to make things better, uh, a lot of conservative Republicans are saying that it would. Um, uh, but if you're going to think it because, you know, you want to keep it alive as a political issue or you think somehow it would be better, I just I, I think that's pretty, pretty nakedly political. And we'll see how voters react to it ultimately. But, yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a pretty good demonstration of, of, of what you're talking about. Do you want the politics or do you want the policy? All right. I never thought I would be asking you about Taylor Swift, but she's become a hot political point lately. What's going on there? I mean, what's going on? Um, I'm very confident that she's not a uh, Pentagon asset and that this isn't a decades-long um, uh, effort to try to get a Biden elected president by boosting his, her and her, her boyfriend's popularity. You know, I think, frankly, as a political matter, it's pretty stupid to attack Taylor Swift. Uh, she's a huge political force. She happens to be a Democrat. Uh, I don't think she's uh, going to endorse at the Super Bowl, uh, you know, but, but will she vote for Joe Biden? I think she will. And I think you know, smart Republicans are probably going to find a different uh, different fight to pick than uh, to go after Swifties. 
Seems that way. Hey, uh, Rick, thank you. Uh, Rick Klein, ABC News political director, joining us live this week. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 